We're back, people. It's us and it's voices of REC. And we're back. Alicia Summer's ending. I'm already sad. The sunshine, the shift of light. I'm missing the light already. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But there's so much to look forward to because a little birdie told us that that pride is going to be celebrated next month in September in Detroit. Detroit Motor City Pride in September? In September! Let's do it, why not? Why I'm not? with it, I'm with it, honestly. I I would love to maybe just do this every year. So there's like Pride and the whole world celebrates Pride in June, but then in Detroit, Pride happens in September. So there's another month of goodness for us. And then um, eventually in October, LGBT History Month, Right. You know, like, let's just, I mean, honestly. Oh, we got hotter than July in July. Oh my God. Yes. So we're just extended June to October is probably what I'm hearing. But but honestly, like Pride 365. There it is. 24-7. Right. At least that's how it is. And where the we of Ruth Ellis said, Absolutely. Right. It's Pride every day. Yeah, it's Pride every day here. But for everyone else, at least four months, I feel like we deserve. We deserve. So still lots to look forward to, even though sweater weather, pumpkin spice latte season is upon us. Sweaters, leggings, all of it. Yeah, Uggs, you know. For all of, you know, for all of you that partake, it's coming. Um, but for now, let's just enjoy, you know, sort of the trappings of the end of summer. Let's let's enjoy that. Um, it was a good month. August was great. Yeah, I'm. I don't know. I'm. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. Well, yeah. we'll always take that. Um, it's yeah. been a great month to specifically support Black businesses this yes black business yes yes Um, i found a new one can i tell you about it yeah yeah tell me tell me so i was looking for gifts for my partner and i found this company called blacklit and they do monthly subscription boxes (gasps) that highlight black authors and entrepreneurs and they make like a little flyer that comes with each box and they highlight the businesses and they're like all very uh, motivating and they're like an education-based company so it's all about just like providing a voice uplifting a platform all this good stuff so i'm shouting out blacklet as my new favorite black owned company no you got to share the url is that is that name it Googleable? is i am blacklit lit.com i love there. that i love yes and it's so all definitely. hashtag i am blacklit here for yes me. lord okay so definitely everybody check yeah. that out Yes, I love their tagline. It says, because literacy matters and representation matters too. Yes, I love that. Everyone, get on that. Get on your Googles. Get on your phone right now. Check that out. Partake. Partake. Maybe we'll start a book club. We've been talking about that. Folks who are listening, if you're interested in a book club, please let us know. Let us know. Shout us out on the socials, you know, on the social, you know, Facebook, Twitter and Instagram, Ruth Ellis Center, and let us know if you're into it. Like, we can read. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can read. Like, let's read together. I'll tell you what, we do get quite a few folks who are like, I'm reading this, or I think y'all really like this. Like, people are reaching out with suggestions. I have a little list on the side. We can oh, share that's it. Cool. We can yeah. all go together. And I know I've been telling you about everybody at the Center reading Poly Secure. So that's my first quick plug. Everybody at the Center is reading Poly Secure right now. Oh my gosh. Let me, I need to get on that then. So what's that about? Tell the people. Relationships and attachment styles and coming Ooh. into an awareness of like your relationship with yourself and your partners. And then okay. especially, it's especially for folks who are considering polyamory or looking to learn more about that. But I love the frame of it because it really is about you and your attachment styles and relationships first, and then externally anyone that you would be like engaging with. So I really love that. Um, yeah. So let's you know further diversity in the community, right? Like let's 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 learn. Let's all learn together. So I need to clearly get on that since everyone back in my work home is on it. Clearly. I need to get on that. So 
Just another one from my list, right? To add on. Exactly. But I also think that it's really cool that we're celebrating Black Business Month. Why? Because of our namesake. We always got to bring it back to Ruthie. Yes, love. We always got to bring it back to Ruthie, who she owned a business. She I was love the story lady. too, because she worked for that business. And then she was like, did. I can do this better. Yes, I can do so this better. Go she ahead. got to Detroit and took on an apprenticeship, right? With a printer. And then was like, boo, I got this. Started her own jam, bought a house, was running that business out of her house. And not just that business, but also this beautiful place of respite for LGBTQ people right and really so much of the work that we do was inspired by her this black lesbian entrepreneur wonderful human being named ruth ellis of which the center is named incredible yes that's the root spirit and all of the folks that she inspired and was able to uplift because that was her whole thing like using her means to help support and provide for others whatever opportunities she could we're trying to do the same thing for sure yeah, and um, you know, shout out to all of our listeners and all of our supporters who are really doing their thing. Really doing their thing. Like, you are Ruth Ellis, okay, y'all? Y'all are out here doing it. Doing everything that you can, you know, providing for yourself and then giving a little bit of that or a lot of it to the young people with whom we work. We really appreciate you truly and deeply yeah seriously like it's it's kind of a huge deal like you know the the world it's a big place we're all really busy there's a lot of different causes you could care about and so um giving us a bit of your mind space is so appreciated um but it's just incredible how often we're able to take it back to the incredible legacy that was ruth ellis's um and in that vein We've got a couple of Black business owners and some really great history um, in our very own Detroit that we're going to talk about throughout this episode. And we are so excited um, for you to have a listen to those. And so without further ado, we're going to start those up for you. Come join us for the rest of this episode where we talk to some incredible black business owners we're going to talk a little bit about some detroit history some extra detroit flavor in your ear and then round it out with our ally of the week stay with us we are so excited for this interview today Today, we're sitting down with John Galloway, JG, the founder and executive producer of Audio Wave Network, which is a business and community that provides a platform to amplify the voices of people of color through the medium of podcasting. These folks gather to support and uplift each other while creating a unique kind of art and action. So JG, we want to thank you so much for taking the time to chat with us about your dynamic Black-owned business. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. One of my favorite podcasts right now. Oh, that's an honor. We appreciate you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I'd love to kick it off to just, um, I'll, I'll kind of take from Nazarena's typical uh, form here and this this framing is that we love to talk about an origin story on Voices of REC. We really feel <laughs> like, you know, that root, that source, whatever that moment was, or if you want to tell us about the whole process, we'd really love to hear how Audio Wave Network and JG came to be. Yeah, so um, the the origin story is, is definitely uh, one of those of, of legend, I think. Um, so I went to DSA, Detroit School of Arts, um, majored in uh, radio and television. And uh, during that time, I, I had a great teacher, Mr. Adams, who kind of put the battery in my back to take this like miscellaneous, miscellaneous elective we had and turn it into a business. So I turned the, the classroom into a circle television. Like that was the name of my business. Um, and we were producing like short films around the school. Um, fast forward, um, I always have to include that in my origin story now because that was the first example of like audio wave. So fast forward, um, in 2014, I, I got sick. I got real sick. Um, 
and I was down. So I was down out, kind of depressed, and just at home. And a buddy of mine, Brandon, visited me often. And he would suggest, like, things to watch. And I would tell him, like, hey, look, like, I just started listening to these podcasts. And at the time, in in the community, podcasts were still, like, what is that? Like, what is a podcast? So um, just putting people on, like, yo, listen to the read, listen to this show, listen to, you know, these podcasts I'm listening to. And then one day he was like, hey, this seems pretty easy. We can do it. We have personality. We have charisma. Let's let's get it done. So um, first we started as a kind of vlog with uh, <laughs> Game of Thrones and Walking Dead. So at first I was like, I don't, I'm not watching these shows. These shows were kind of just out of my comfort zone. So um we we started we started the vlog and then every time at the end of the vlog I will always say our podcast is coming soon our podcast is coming soon um, and then that was kind of the birth of my first podcast uh, probably six months later uh, we bought like a a camera and put the lens over it and just had the boom mic so we didn't have any real equipment we didn't have any real spaces in his living room so that was the birth of podcasting for me in that, in that range. And then um, I started taking it seriously. You know, I bought a mixer, I bought some mics, I bought some stands. I really started to invest in it. And then I started to learn how advertising dollars work and how marketing for a podcast should work. And, and a lot of it was like trial and error for me. Um, But it paid off beautifully. Um, We started having guests and those guests started to win the podcast but we couldn't do it in Brandon's house. Like it would have just been a revolving door of, of strange people. So um, I found uh, the Detroit Artist Test Lab. Uh, so that was our original podcast studio location. And in 2016, we started podcasting full time for, for, for the people of the city. Thank you so much for sharing that. I, you know, obviously I've done doing a little bleeding on you all and it's just, uh-huh. uh, I can't, tell you how much I love how consciously you curate your space and like how um, it can t- you can tell how much effort is going into what you're looking to provide a platform for and a spotlight to. So I'd love to just hear a little bit about like what inspires you or what, you know, resonates in something that you want to be a part of. Yeah. I mean, um, so starting off, uh, it was really just to give, I kind of say it differently now, but it was really to give a voice to the voiceless. So that's, that's what my mind was before. Like, and, and voiceless has, you know, no gender, no, no color, no, no sexual orientation. Voiceless is just like people that are, are marginalized. So I wanted to, to amplify my community and amplify the communities that didn't have a platform or were shunned away from certain platforms because of their content. So I wanted to really provide a, a safe space for people to to talk about whatever you want. Like you can talk about whatever you want and, and really like, because podcasting is therapeutic for a lot of people. So um, that's what I really wanted to do. And, and now I kind of just say like, I, I put a mic in front of the city, you know, I really put a mic in front of the city of Detroit and said, Hey, like, I want to hear your stories, like good, bad, the ugly, come share your stories and let's, let's work through it. I love that so much. There's a couple of video clips of Ruth Ellis, um, our namesake, mm. just like like yelling out, tell your story, express yourself. Like yeah. you, sometimes you don't get that chance. And I'm just really, really grateful that this business in itself exists. Yeah. And I think just, just the, the, the ability to, you know, because you, you just have to tell, like, you just have to speak. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's sometimes scary. And that's one thing where I, I want to make sure that I'm upfront with as far as like, Hey, like, it doesn't matter. I'll coach you through it. I'll help you through it. But your story is your story. I can set up the structure. I can set up the intro music, the outro music, but you're like, and I tell everyone, like everyone has a podcast in them. Like everyone has a story or some thoughts that they want to get out, you know? And, and this is the platform for it. That's so powerful. Like, I feel affirmed. That's, that's really great <laughs> feedback. And I really hope that, like, um, our young people and just, like, people in general and in, in the community with whom we work are, like, really hearing that, like, how important it is. It's just like Ruth said, like, tell your story. You have, you know, you have a voice. There are people who want to hear you. Um, so I'm really thankful that 
you know, your business exists, that you exist to amplify the voices of not only just us as our creative director. Just want to drop that little Shout nugget out, for everybody. Okay. Absolutely, absolutely. All right. Um, but also, you know, for the for the programs that you're supporting as well. Yeah, truly That's holding awesome. space, holding space yeah. is just such a crucial, like imperative gift that so many people don't get. So I'm I'm just obsessed with this entire concept of, of what's driving you and your motivation. Yeah, it's it's and it's like podcasting is it's like I tell people it's a it's a great great avenue. It's it's not like this multi million dollar firm that I'm I'm running over here on the east side, but it's I was given a I was given a gift and it's it's not, you know, like the gift lives through me, like it lives in me, so I have to push it out for people, you know, and it's it's not always a, a dollar sign attached to that. It's just sometimes like, hey, this feels right and like let's make it happen. It's invaluable. You can't monetize like following your passion and like doing something that's in line with your soul's purpose. And like, I can see that that's bringing you success. Yeah. Absolutely. Wonderful. Absolutely. So do you have any potential like feedback for other folks who are interested in starting a business, especially people of color? Like, is there stuff that you've learned that you want to make sure people hear um, if they're coming to this to kind of get that, uh, you know, perspective from someone who's doing it? Um. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think for, for me, it's one, if you can invest in yourself, like if you can invest in yourself, start out small, um, give like for people that produce products or services, give out free samples if you can afford it or free, you know, trials and, and really take, like take notes and actual criticism and saying like, how can I be better? Um, and the beginning of podcasting for me, <laughs> I was I was kind of known of the Joe Jackson of podcasting because I was I was kind of overly aggressive and passionate, which I I understand now. Like looking back, you know, it's, it's been about five six years. Looking back, it's like all right, I'm not that person anymore. So it's like having those conversations and and you know like learning learning from how to be more patient because business is all about staying power and being patient, like being patient with yourself. Um, because you have to, you have to still learn. You still have to evolve and and still figure it out. And that's where I think um, I, I kind of picked up the best lessons were were from like feedback and and from like just development, like self development, self awareness. You know, where I I could be, hey, you're you've gone a little too hard. You may have to slow down or or take a step back and really really look at what you've done. So also like having a the self-awareness to appreciate yourself like hey you you did a good you did a good job you did a great job today take take a day off take a re relax like and, and refocus um i'm a big component of refocusing and retooling and also bringing community in like how can i um affect change in the community how can i bring the community in to help me um so these are um all things that i've kind of like focused on especially like now in, in year five or six it's like really focusing on what what I can do to be better for um, the people around me in my environment. I love how tied your personal development is to whatever your professional development looks like. Like we have to focus on ourselves and get good with ourselves and, you know, feed and nourish all of those things. So I really appreciate that feedback for sure. Thank you. Thank you. I, I think, you know, just, just, like growing up in, in especially in the in the east side on the east side of Detroit, it's just you know like sometimes you don't you didn't have the the wherewithal or the people that came before you didn't have the knowledge to say like hey look take take time to really evaluate who you are and and where you're headed you know where you're headed and how you can be better and and serve better you know but you know it's it's always like generational things that you kind of learn about and, and you develop from yourself I think. I feel affirmed. <laughs> I love listening. I love listening. This is wonderful. Um, goodness. Well, here's a question. Is there, are there any resources or communities or supports that specifically speak to you being a Black business owner that have been helpful that you could recommend or, or things that you've tried that haven't worked? I'm interested in your experience there. Do you find that there's a lot out there that, or you have to go searching? Uh, it's definitely, it's definitely searching. Um, it's definitely searching and, and like I said earlier, like uh, I, some people 
which is which is not a problem. It's it's just different. Um, some people want to charge you for picking their brain, which I understand, and and everyone has their their own you know lane for things, and it, it may be beneficial for you. Um, but I think for the most part, it's it's definitely a lot of trial and error. Um, I I would say that for me, um, Eastside Community Network. Uh, it's a nonprofit here where our studio is currently housed um, has been a big help as far as like grant writing and, and foundation proposals. Um, I, I would say they've been a great help. Uh, uh, a, a lot of uh, good buddy of mine, Orlando Bailey, great help. Uh, he works for Bridge Detroit. Um, I just think that, you know, you, you have to find, it's best to find like mentors or mentorship if you can in whatever industry you're, you're pursuing. Um, the downfall for me was podcasting was still a, a baby in the city. It wasn't, it wasn't, you know, it didn't have legs. It wasn't walking yet. So it was up to me to kind of go outside of the, the city and the state to kind of find that mentorship and bring it back home to, to develop and, and become a better podcaster and become a better engineer and creative director. I'm so grateful you had the motivation to do that. It's like what it's, yeah, you, what it's you yielded. Really just gotta, yeah, you have to put the battery in your back and, and, and go get it. I think. I really love this element of like a personal connection that you're offering here because of course, like there's like Michigan Economic Development Corporation. They've got all these projects and incentives and there are like, you know, local organizations, government stuff that provide support, provide resources that folks may not have when it comes to like the basics of business. But when it comes to something that, like you said, is like a unique niche or a specific realm that maybe hasn't been developed or even if it has, like having a mentor can be so invaluable. So I, I really love that feedback for sure. I hope everybody's got their notebooks out. Right. I'm, I'm like I'm over notes. here with the pen. <laughs> I'm taking notes. I'm like, let me go find myself. Where's my battery? I, I let me go look. find it. Ooh. Uh, JG's my new mentor, just saying. Okay, um, right, exactly, exactly. <laughs> my own podcast on the side, sorry. Cops. <laughs> that's what I'm here for. Whenever you're ready, let's do it. Right, Oren. Well, I mean, I did like a little Googling, okay? And I've seen like on a low end, there's over 2 million podcasts out there like individual podcasts which I think is just a, a beautiful thing right it's as you've said like everybody has a podcast in them everyone has a message your voice can be elevated like holding space for people like that's an opportunity for them to hold space for themselves like I just I'm excited and I'm wondering like how I can integrate what you're offering and even just these ideas to our community members like I want our community members to have a podcast we're here talking we're the voices but you know their own voice could be elevated too so I think the youth, especially, you know, are, are more comfortable in this medium or more, like you said, I was kind of new while we were coming up and now it's kind of standard. Mm -hmm. Like who doesn't listen to podcasts these days? Yeah. And I, I just actually wrapped up a, a youth program here at uh, Eastside Community Network um, last week, um, teaching um, young people how to engineer, how to edit, how to um, record, how to create stories, how to create uh, dialogue and, and interviews. So um, we're going to actually keep rolling that podcast into the fall, like the school year. So um, I think it's, we have to set up a day, but it's like every day after one day after school, we will record and create storyboards for the next podcast. So I'm excited. And, and to keep putting, putting young people into, into um, behind the mic, behind the boards, you know, and let them like create and, and really be the voice of, of the generation and, and be able to get their thoughts out, you know, their thoughts and ideas out. That's so beyond powerful. I love that. Thank you for providing that experience. Wow. Well, it being Black Business Month and all, I'm wondering if that, you know, means something to you, like having this designated space and time where it's supposed to be celebrated and highlighted. So we're shining a light. And I'm wondering, have you had other experiences or does that does that affect you at all? Just hearing that, that this is Black Business Month. Absolutely. You know, um, I have a I have a shirt uh, should award, um, but it says I am a podcaster. But prior to um, podcasters, it says black like black is pointed through to insert. I'm a black podcaster. Um, I can I can be honest and say I'm when it comes to business acclimates and and like just knowing like my accounting and all those things. 
I am I am not the one. Like I have somebody handling that for me. Um, so it's it's still a development for me. Like it's still like a, a area of growth for me when it comes to business. But when it comes to like creative and the process and and really touching the people and and creating space for people, that's where I, I hold I hold I hold that sacredly. You know, I hold that close to the chest because I didn't I didn't start podcasting because I thought I was going to be this great business and you know create a, a lane for everybody. I, I started because I just wanted to talk to my friends really you know and and to generate like from talking to my friends to holding space for young people teaching young people how to do it or or you know shining a light on topics that are are still kind of taboo in our community is that's the biggest like it's it's always a time to celebrate so during black business month it's like i've this was the first year I've actually heard of it, but it's this was the year that I think it made the most sense to me and it felt the the best really. Like it it really hit home for me to like really take a step back and say like, oh like you you've been doing this. Like you've really been doing this and, and doing it well. So, you know, celebrate yourself. And you know, that's that's really the, the main goal is to celebrate myself, but also celebrate the community, celebrate audio wave, you know, like this, this isn't possible. This is not one of those businesses that's possible without people. You know, I don't just have right, right. A, a t-shirt. I don't just have, you know, a service that I, that I provide solely. It, it takes people to come in here and have the courage to sit behind these microphones and, and tell their stories or, or talk about journeys that they've went through and, and to put it out to the world. So, um, Celebrating Black, Black Business Week is, is celebrating, I mean, Business Month is celebrating, you know, everybody that has the courage to come in here and, and really tell their stories and, and talk about whatever they want to talk about. So, yeah, it's, it's more than, it's bigger than me. So I appreciate it, though. Well, you're exemplifying Yay. it. That's for sure. You exemplify that. Do you have um, like a vision for where you want your business to go or you're kind of letting it unfold organically? That's, that's always a tough question for me. Um, creatively, yes, I, I definitely, um, I want to uh, continue to empower young people. Um, I want to like hold more internships within audio ways. Um, so, so that's one aspect. Uh, the next one is uh, I want to get into theatrical podcasting. So if you're familiar with like uh, like the Tell old school more. stuff, like like if you're familiar with like old school stuff, like War War of the Worlds, where you know back in I believe it was the early 20s, where the radio kind of did like a prank or a spoof type of thing, where they're scaring people to think that it was a real kind of situation happening with an alien invasion. Very very deep stuff. But I remember. I, I remember. Wanna, I want to create um, podcasts like almost movies or series where it's like you literally immersed into like a an audio experience um some great companies are doing it um on the high end so i want to bring it to like a, a a really community level to showcase talent in our community a lot of people have voices that can literally be you know award-winning voices so let's like let's create the scripts let's create the stories and let's put it together so that's my main creative direction run into the fall i'm excited for that <laughs> yay <laughs> yeah i'm excited for same, that same for sure well obviously keep us in mind for how we can support you I, in any of those you. endeavors like we yeah. have you first of all we have you talk yeah. to you first of all. we have so many <laughs> young people you all have great voices too i may need you for extras or or a star role so you know let's not a problem not a problem here for that 200 <laughs> former theater kid here Oh yes, and we we have one in the same man, so perfect. Well, this has been enlightening. I feel like I've learned so much. It's only been a couple minutes. <laughs> I feel like I need to listen to JG's podcast on my own time. Right? Let me like, fill I mean, my if kitchen. This, if this is what you're out here talking about, then I need yeah. to be on that tip for real. Yeah. And there's so much. Oh my gosh. Let's give the people more content. Of course. It's it's, yeah. it's a um a lot of times it's again it's me and my friends kind of just relaxing and just now cuz when we started podcasting, you know, we were um we were young adults. Like we were young adults 
not no kids no no like we weren't married so now it's like all of us are married with kids and it's just like you can see the trajectory on, on what we've become and how we've grown as as young men so it's, it's pretty fun and inspiring oh i appreciate it thank you so much i'd love to just get your last few thoughts on um as mm-hmm. as an expert in the theme Oh, what mm-hmm. if you had to suggest, you know, two or three podcasts you wish folks were listening to, you know, we'd love to hear your, your talks right now or the things that seem to be playing on your list. Share, 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 share. So, um, again, uh, I, I'm going to, I'm going to give a, I'm going to give a few, um, podcasts are recorded in, in the space. It's, it's called Authentically Detroit. Um, they touch on a lot of, uh, political and cultural and environmental needs for the city. Um, it's, it's politically charged, but it, it offers a lot of, um, a lot of, a lot of empathy. Like it's not just politics sometimes can just be the vein of empathy, but it, it has it ingrained in it. Um, cause it's from the people. Um, so that's one, uh, I'm a, a big fan of, um, uh, so it's a theatrical podcast called Bronzeville, um, starring like Lorenz Tate and like Omar Epps or something, <laughs> but, um, just a story. And, uh, they're talking about Bronzeville, the, the Chicago city that was a uh, Chicago district that was made up of, uh, mostly African-American people. So, or, um, that's definitely one, um, it's another show that I've been listening to a lot. Um, it would definitely be the Roof Ellis Center. I've been catching up on you, you guys a, a lot. So listening to your episodes, your old episodes have been been fun. Shout um, out Aisha Schultz. Shout out Aisha Schultz. Yes, Mrs. Schultz Bradley. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, and I, I think just um, for for people that are looking for podcasts or or looking for just strictly entertainment, you, you really can't go wrong with um like the read like the read is like the the classic first starter mm-hmm. podcast if you're just getting into podcasts or or um you're looking for entertainment I, I would say the read is is one of those you know podcasts that you can definitely dive into and and catch up at any time um but with, whatever you're like whatever you like to do search that into apple Podcasts or spotify and you'll find a podcast based completely around it and it it'll really inspire you thank you so much for those suggestions of course of course well i really enjoyed having this time with you today we don't want to take up too much of your time you're busy out here raising the voices of people up in the community so gotta let you get back to that but and we will be bothering you later probably to help us with this so (laughs) of course I, i can't wait I love working with you all, so, uh, so it's, it's great. It's great. Well, thank you, JG. Thank you to Audio Wave Network. And we'll definitely be catching up with y'all soon. All right. Sounds good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate it, guys. Make sure you catch the wave. We're on it. Super excited to have with us today the wonderful Ty Davis, owner, founder, and creator of Dare to Be Yourself. Hi, thank you guys so very much for like inviting me to be on this podcast and this interview. I'm so incredibly excited. Thank you, Ty. We're so grateful to have you here today. (laughs) Excited to be here. So obviously, you know, running a business, super busy. We are not going to take up too much of your time, but we wanted to at least share a little bit of the magic and the sparkle that is you with our wonderful listenership. So just a couple of questions for you. The first being, if you've ever listened to an episode of this podcast, we are super big on origin stories. We love origin stories. We love hearing about how our heroes got started. And we just want to know about the moment that it hit you that, oh shit, I can do this. I can run a business. I can have a brand. I could be a brand. Yeah. That you had to, the moment you had to. Right. Could not call that voice. Oh my gosh. Um, so I had graduated college. I graduated from Spring Arbor University in 
Spring Arbor, Michigan, a very incredibly conservative Christian institution, which I love. I love Spring Arbor, like where I went to college. I was the first black student body president ever that they had, right? I studied abroad in two countries my senior year, China, Puerto Rico, and Mexico. I came back from my study abroad in China. And while I was there, I was supposed to actually take a job working in an automotive company, right? However, I sent an email to my mom and her. I didn't send it to her. It was my mom who got me the job because she's one of the executives there. And I said, I'm so sorry. I will not be taking this position when I return. And I was on the Great Wall of China. I came back and I started working at Lululemon in Birmingham. And Lululemon is like very big on like vision and goals, right? So I started working for the company in 2016. Thought I was going to go to law school, right? Took, paid all this money for an LSTAT, right? Which by the way, if you ever notice, people who go to law school, they say they hate it. So uh, just, just, just a little fun fact. <laughs> um, but a week before law school orientation, decided not to go. Um, I wasn't doing it for the right reasons. I wasn't doing it because that was my calling. I was doing it because that's what my family had instructed me to do. You know, families always instruct you to either go to law school or medical school, one of the two. I decided neither. And I really began to dig deep. And Lululemon was working with me on my, my vision and goals and becoming very clear on my vision and goals. 2017 is when you know, didn't go to law school. And I really, I knew I wanted to do dare to be yourself. Like I prayed on this business for two years before launching. I go back to my emails with my old graphic designer and she had sent me the logos of dare to be yourself 2017. Mind y'all, I'm fresh out of college trying to pay my student loans, but I'm spending all my money on Lululemon. So, you know, um, I was like, man, well, how am I going to pay this? Anyways, got it paid off, prayed on the business each and every day that God in the universe would give me a business and a passion that would change million upon billions of lives. Let me repeat that again. Change billions, change millions upon billions of lives, not make millions upon billions of dollars because that's all going to come. But let me change the lives first because me changing the lives, that's what matters. Everything else is secondary or thirdary or so on and so forth. But changing those lives, that's what I care about. And my grandmother, she's incredibly important in my life, but she told me and she taught me it is better to give than it is to receive. And let me tell you, in May of 2019, that's when I launched Dare to Be Yourself. I didn't have a business, uh, like I didn't have a business plan because people said, what's your business plan? I don't know. Hell, I waited those two years to work on a business plan, changed it all the time. Then I woke up one day, I said, you know what? I'm launching this damn business. Dare to Be Yourself. And I'll never forget I was charging $35 for it and I wanted it to be made in the U.S., screen printed locally, da, 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 all of this organic stuff, right? They were selling like hotcakes, but I wasn't making any money. Why wasn't I making any money? Because they were, they were like super, super duper expensive to make, right? I didn't know anything about business. Even though my undergrad was in communication and business, I didn't know anything about business, but let me tell you what I did know, dare to be yourself. Let me tell you what I did know, how to tell my story. Not if I didn't know how to tell the business, but I knew how to tell my story. And me telling my story was gonna blow up into something even bigger. Because when you, when people, people feel more connected to the story than they do to anything else, right? And I knew that from college. And before you know it, in May, we did a hundred shirts, 200, 300. And before you know it, by August, we were up to like 890, I wanna say. So, and that's when I was like, when we had a launch party, I was still taking Venmo and Cash App, didn't even have a website. People was paying me in cash. Guys, in full disclosure, I have a website now, so I can no longer take Cash App and Venmo. My accountant <laughs> and the IRS will come after me, but we have a website. <laughs> and yeah, that's, that's like, was that, was that a good enough origin story? That was, that's one of the best I've ever heard. <laughs> right, good enough. It was incredible. So powerful. Yeah. I just, I really appreciate, obviously, the candor and the honesty, but also just, like, the reality. Because you think, like, you know, everyone talks about how the road to success isn't linear, you know? Mm -hmm. But you're like, yes, it is. Shut up. Stop lying. 
but then you hear a story like this and you're like, you, you hear the twists and the turns and the different decision-making, you know, the decision-making process and the yes to yourself and no to yourself. And then finally coming to this place where you're like, I don't care if I don't know, mm. I'm just going to do it. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And that's inspiring. Yeah. Truly. And the passion is so potent. Yeah. When it comes with this call to action and yeah. this opportunity for self-affirmation and validation, yep. it's just like implied empowerment and motivation. Like when I yes. first heard about Dare to Be Yourself, I was like, that's for me. I yes. need to do that. So Let I'm one of your myself. millions and billions. So thank Period. you. No, truly. Thank you. Thank you. But, but and please tell me if I can go deeper, but like, I want it like Dare to Be Yourself is the core. That's the core of the message, right? Mm-hmm. But then I wanted it. To, I wanted it to be able to touch every entity of individuals, and mm-hmm. so individuals can be able to relate. So, I that's when like I was like, okay, what what's gonna be October? Dare to Be Cured for Breast Cancer Awareness, and that's when we partnered up with uh, Carmano's Cancer Institute, and we do a big event for them the same way we do during Pride Month for the Ruthella Center. But mm-hmm. then in Thanksgiving and uh, what is that November is dare to be thankful because regardless as to what you have so much to be thankful for even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving it is a time still to be thankful in December dare to be joyful regardless as to what religion religious affiliate you may affiliate with you have so much to be joyful for while going into January dare to be amazing because you're gonna have an amazing damn year okay okay (sighs) um uh, february dare to be loved because i don't care whatever love is love dare to be loved i feel like my whole body is a goose i know i feel it like every (laughs) month always keeping the message back to dare to be yourself right and then in pride month you know we got ruth ellis center and the shirts go tie-dye and we give a percentage back to them because love is love right and so that's kind of like the message, I mean, there are other dare to be thankful, I mean, dare to be slogans that I want to come out with, but mm-hmm. these past two years, y'all, it's been busy. We've been real busy. Books you know? and, yes. Thank God, thank God. And thank sure. my supporters, because let me tell you, and my team, oh my gosh, but let me not jump ahead. I don't know what else y'all going to ask. So let me, <laughs> let me stay in line, because y'all know I can ramble. That's not rambling. That's speaking your truth to power. That's that design <laughs> channeling of the messaging. I hear you, Ty. Thank you. And I think, I mean, I think you've already shared some words of wisdom, but when you specifically think of young Black LGBTQ entrepreneurs who are interested in starting a business, what words of wisdom do you have for them? Don't let anybody tell you no. Okay. It's mm. so emotional, right? But like, don't let anybody tell you no. Don't let anybody tell you you can't. Mm-hmm. I just said this on Instagram last night. You can, you shall, you will. Ooh. I'll say that again. You Please. can, you will, you shall. Wait, did I, is that what I said? I don't know. But y'all know what I'm trying to say. You yes, can, I do. you will, you shall. Mm-hmm. You can, you will, you shall. You can, you will, you shall. Mm-hmm. In that order. Okay. Period. Like, don't, let me tell you something. I didn't know business, but I learned it and I learned it damn quick. You see what I'm saying? Right. Now, a lot of times I go into these meetings or I'm thinking about because it's not only am I the founder, but I'm the CEO of the company. Right. I'm the creative director of the company. I'm right. the, you know, I have a team, but like I haven't been able yet. And I say yet because it's going to happen for me to be able to delegate mm-hmm. and pass off things so I can just flow and run the business side of it. Mm-hmm. But I'm so grateful because God blessed me tremendously. The way I even had an investor come about, like, what? Mm-hmm. Little, like, what? You know, that's, you want to share a bit about that? How you're, that's part of your origin story for sure. How that came yeah, to fruition. I mean, it's a silent, you know, partner, mm-hmm. um, but my business partner. Um, and you know, that is, it was just such a blessing from God, you know, and you guys will hear me speak about God a lot because my grandmother taught me that God is everything, you know, and um, y'all will hear me talk about my grandma a lot too, because she's actually in the hospital, you know, and so, um, and that's I'm a so very private that. family matter, but God is healing her and restoring her, mm-hmm. right? Um, sorry. 
But the way my business partner came about would have never even imagined. I, I can't say his name due to the legality and non-disclosure agreements, so on and so forth. But I'm truly grateful and thankful because he became like an older brother, someone who's incredibly successful in business, someone that I can learn from, but he's also learned from me, you know? Of course. And, yeah. you know, like I said, my brother, you know what I'm saying? My best friend, like for real, for real. Um, but I'm, I'm grateful because he sees the vision. You see what I'm saying? Sometimes I have to kind of reiterate it, but he sees it. And when you're dealing with investors and when you're dealing with percentages of companies and when you're dealing with the legality, let me tell you something. You got to know your legality. You got to know your worth. You have to know your company's worth before anybody else. Because if you don't believe it, ain't nobody else going to believe it. Point blank, period. Absolutely. You see what I'm saying? You got to get into the nitty gritty and you got to know what you're doing. Because at the end of the day, this is real life. I'm not playing a game of Monopoly. I'm playing with, I'm not even playing. I'm dealing with thousands. Like I'm, We're dealing with money. You know what I'm saying? To grow, scale a company. You know, thank God for my accountants, but hey, we, we doing it. You know, so yeah, and my team, you know. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. Um, I'm wondering, have you found any other resources or communities or supports that specifically speak to you being a, you know a Black what? LGBTQ business owner? Yeah, honestly, I've applied. Dare to Be Yourself has applied for multiple things, especially, I don't know if I share like what we did in the midst of the pandemic, like when we were on lockdown, y'all, like Dare to Be Yourself gave out over a thousand. We came up with this great campaign. Well, one of my supporters actually came up with the campaign. A Tori fight. Um, she's in the medical field. Um, and she came up with the Dare to Be hashtag frontline campaign. And so on my end, I came up with, well, what can we do? What can we do? Because we're all about giving back, right? But we're also all about supporting. So what we did was when we did, and this is me rambling, so I do apologize. Um, but this is also part of my origin story that which is just gonna Yeah, that's not ramble, that's gold. That's okay. gold. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, but what we did is when someone bought a dare to be yourself item, someone on the front line received a dare to be hashtag the front line shirt, right? But we wanted to take it a step further. And we also supported a small local pizzeria, Papa's Pizza in Berkeley in Oak Park. And we bought pizzas from them and we were able to give out over a thousand pizzas and shirts to frontline workers. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like when Incredible. we're talking about how has your business been affected, I didn't receive a pay throughout that you see what I'm saying I didn't receive pay I gave up my salary to make sure that my employees could be paid that our 1099 contractors could be paid because they are what matter you dare to appreciate the folks around you okay because without okay. your team you are nothing there's no I in team I can't do this by myself I can't be on this meeting right now without somebody from the team taking care of the other meetings and being in other meetings and dealing with other things that we have going on. I love it. So, so yeah. I'm here and know your business basics. Mm -hmm. I'm here and advocate for yourself. I'm mm -hmm. here and support those that support you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I think, I think support those that support you should be number one. No, no disrespect, but because- no, they, so it is, so they, it is. They Ooh. come, they come- before anything and anybody. Because without them, I, I can't do what I do. But back to your question, yes, we've applied for countless grants, countless business pitches, but we haven't been awarded anything. But that's okay because God reminds me, God in the universe, because I believe in manifesting, um, reminds me that what the universe and God has for me or what God in the universe has for me is bigger than what any man could physically give me that that that's that's what I believe and that's what I know that trust is implicit mm -hmm. and whatever your higher powers and and you being able to you know like you said manifest that and bring that yes. to fruition yes love and then I guess my my last question really is because this is really you know a labor of love I think especially on the part of Alicia who does a really wonderful job like okay well, you know what do we celebrate this month what what do we try to pay attention to and knowing that there are so many incredible black business owners 
um, in the Detroit metro area that support the incredible young people, the center, you know, what does it mean as a Black business owner, as a Black LGBTQ business owner to be celebrated in a month and be acknowledged? Like, what does that mean to you? Man, what that means to me, that's powerful. Like, I always say, bless up. Hashtag, that's blessing up. Like, you know what I'm saying? People don't understand what is it like to like walk a mile or walk a day in my shoes. You know what I'm saying? Because not only am I black, I'm gay as well. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So like mm-hmm. a lot of times I, I look around or in the meetings and like, there's no one that looks like me or, you know, there may be one and, you know, I always got to give the head nod. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. all, you know, like got to always like, like, I see you. You see what I'm saying? I'm clapping for you. One thing that you guys want to know somebody I admire, I don't know him, but I say one day him and I will be really good friends and he can be somebody I learn from. Um, I think his name is Dimitri from You Matter. He created the brand You Matter. Um, oh, yeah. We yeah. Love I don't know him. Him and I have never met. Well, you know, wait, wait. We did meet one day. He one time he had did something back in 2016, 2017, maybe hell, maybe even 2018 down in Detroit. He did like a You Matter Day. And he had like Big Sean come in, this, that, and the third. But like what I'm saying, I'm getting going back to your question, is like I was able to learn from him and like bless up from like him and seeing like what he does. So like to know that now we got a whole month to celebrate black businesses, black businesses, especially those from Detroit. Mm-hmm. I, I like, I clap, like it goes back to me, like me clapping for other people. You see what I'm saying? With me, it's all love. Never no hate. You see what I'm saying? Cause he is somebody who I look at who like paved the way, you know? So yeah, I hope that made sense what I said. I think it did. It absolutely does. It did. Maybe we can uh, facilitate some sort of introduction. <laughs> that would be dope. Like, that would be dope. I, I'm sensing a dare to be, you matter. That would be, because daring to be yourself and you matter, like, two brands being able, I don't know, that could ever happen, like, legality-wise, but I think it would be dope. So we hear you're in your second year, about to celebrate your anniversary. Yeah. So let me just ask as my last question. I've already heard you want to engage millions and billions of folks. Do you, you want to talk to us a little bit just about your vision for where you'd like to see Dare to Be Yes, yourself? oh my God. So I'll actually, I'll give y'all a little inside scoop. It was supposed to be this week, but we're having sound engineering issues. That's all like my email keeps going off because we're supposed to be recording and getting it to the editor. Dare to Be Yourself this year is expanding, guys. We're launching a podcast, the Dare to Be Yourself podcast. Um, so I'm so excited for that. But that's the short term, right? So long term, Dare to Be Yourself will be a Fortune 500 company or Fortune 200. Hell, even Fortune 100, but we will be Fortune 100 and plus. Um, But I want to be able to employ people in the city of Detroit, in the city of Detroit, not just say Detroit, Mm because if you notice, there's always people who love to say Detroit, but they don't have a business. They don't pay Detroit business taxes, let alone anything. But that's none of my business. Um... (laughs) But yeah, where I see us going, we are going to grow. We're going to grow rapidly and build some great things for the city to give back to the city because that's what I believe in, giving back. Beautiful. Uh, Thank and you. hopefully we can be company-wide. Not hopefully, we will. It goes back to we will, we shall, we can. Um, we will be company-wide soon. And uh, companies like Nordstrom's and Neiman Marcus, I, I believe that. I manifest that one. We working towards that one. Awesome. We can't wait. Yes. Yay. I'm inspired. I have goosebumps. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And I mean, please feel free. If I don't know if I can give a shout out, please feel free, guys, to follow us on our social media channels, Instagram and Facebook at Dare to Be Yourself, Y-O-U-R. S-E-L-F-L-L-C on Instagram and Facebook. Perfect. Right on. Thank you so much, Ty. Yes, thank you. Yay. Well, we're super proud. Yes, thank you. Very inspired. Earlier this month, 
Mayor Mike Duggan and other community leaders met to commemorate the neighborhood of Black Bottom and the area which used to be Paradise Valley with the new historic marker. Mayor Duggan said, every longtime family in the city has heard stories from their parents, their great-grandparents about Black Bottom and Paradise Valley. So much of what we do today comes from this area. The marker was erected on July 16th at 1300 East Lafayette Street across from Chrysler Elementary School. Local historian, Jamon Jordan, shared the following. When we're talking about Black Bottom, it is historically rich, a culturally significant area in the city of Detroit. It is tied to all of our history, no matter what group of people you come from. It's the beginning of Black institutions, the first Black churches, the first Black schools, and the first Black businesses in the city of Detroit. And here's a brief bit of history, thanks to the Detroit Historical Society. Paradise Valley was the business district and entertainment center of a densely populated African-American residential area in Detroit known as Black Bottom from the 1920s through the 1950s. During the 1920s, the Black population in Detroit swelled from 41,000 to 120,000 as migrants from the South arrived daily to seek employment in the automobile industry. The cramped near east side neighborhood of Black Bottom was one of the very few areas Blacks were allowed to reside. The residents' daily needs were amply met by more than 300 Black-owned businesses in Paradise Valley, ranging from drugstores, beauty salons, and restaurants to places of leisure, such as nightclubs, bowling alleys with bars, theaters, and mini golf courses. The nightclubs and theaters in Paradise Valley were our primary source of income for the residents. Black-owned nightclubs like the Flame Show Bar, the Horseshoe Bar and Club Harlem booked popular Black artists and attracted mixed race audiences to shows. The Paradise Theater opened in 1941 in the former Orchestra Hall and was the place to hear jazz grace such as Duke Ellington, Billie Holiday, Louis Armstrong, and Dizzy Gillespie. This is obviously just a glimpse of the Mecca that was Black Bottom and Paradise Valley that were snuffed out when malice and racist intents fueled the urban renewal programs of the 1950s and the construction of freeways in the 1960s, abruptly halting life in Paradise Valley and the Black Bottom neighborhoods. Auto manufacturers outgrew city factories and relocated to suburban areas, necessitating the construction of expressways, quote unquote, necessitating. Consequently, in 1959, destruction of Paradise Valley began to make way for the I-375 portion of the Chrysler Freeway. Today, Lafayette Park is on the former site of Black Bottom. A portion of Paradise Valley is now Ford Field. As we see now, as we see then, our communities are often what sacrificed for the production and the persistence of capitalism in this country. The generations of systematic oppression and suppression keep Black-owned businesses at a disadvantage. Income inequality due to the residual effects of slavery and Jim Crow laws, as well as a myriad of other factors, continues the systematic inequity facing Black families today. According to the Economic State of Black America in 2020, published by Congressman Don Beyer, we can take a look at some of the many statistics that illustrate the magnitude of the divide in Black earning potential. According to the study, the median wealth held by Black families is $17,000. That's opposed to 171,000 held by white families, a ratio of 10 to one. Historically, Black unemployment has been twice that of white workers. Black children are three times as likely to live in poverty as white children. These wage disparities affect generations. 42% of black families own their homes compared to almost 73% of white families. Incarceration rates for black Americans, six times that of white Americans. The school to prison pipeline still going strong. Non-Hispanic Black Americans have a life expectancy 3.6 years lower than non-Hispanic White Americans. These issues of mortality matter. Our systems, healthcare, 
and beyond continue to suppress our marginalized communities. And of course, these are just some of the challenges faced by Black Americans. I have to end this with something positive. Forbes has just reported that Black women are the fastest growing group of entrepreneurs in the United States. Even with statistics stacked against them, Black businesses continue to show their resilience, operating and thriving against the odds. Each and every day, the cause of supporting Black businesses takes on a greater sense of urgency. Communities that wish to promote diversity are finding ways to support Black-owned companies, from startup entrepreneurs to established institutions. So here are some ideas to consider. Shop local. That means your friends, your community members, your family members, your so-and-so's cousins, brothers, roommate who has a business. Support them. Start at home. Another um, opportunity are using these Black directories that exist. The internet is full of all kinds of resources for finding Black-owned businesses, and some make it as easy as using an old-school phone book. Like, turn to the resources like We Buy Black, where you came from, that's you, the letter U, to find Black-owned business options for all your needs. Or have you heard of official Black Wall Street? It's like LinkedIn, but exclusively for Black businesses. It directs people to everything from pharmacies to boutiques. The idea is to ensure that dollars reach the Black community and keep circulating there by encouraging intentional spending. Follow the hashtags. I mean, with the best intention, social media can be an incredible resource. Use hashtags like National Black Business Month, Shop Black Owned, Black Makers, Black Owned, Shop Black Business to find businesses to support. And partner with your neighbors, whether you are a Black Owned, POC Owned business, and especially if you're not, Take the opportunity in your prime positioning to help elevate a neighborhood Black business by partnering with them on a project or special offer. Of course, we have to recommend you write letters to your national and local representatives to ease the process of receiving the benefits that they do have to offer. And let me shout out one of my favorite uh, little networks in Detroit Black and Mobile, which is the country's first Black-owned food delivery service that exclusively partners with Black-owned restaurants to give them more exposure and customers. And their founder, David Cabello, who was a 22-year-old college dropout at the time of Black and Mobile's creation, launched this in 2019 during Black History Month. And their main focus is to highlight underrepresented businesses in urban communities that are often overlooked and provide them with the technology they need to not only expand their customer base, but to stay competitive in the rapidly changing economy. Again, if you're not a Black-owned business or a POC-owned business, think about donating your company services and putting on your entrepreneurial hat to find community solutions and getting strategic with your charitable donations. But for my Black-owned business owners out there, um, throughout resources and supports that you might find helpful, especially if you're in Michigan, but anywhere your economic developed corporations and organizations that exist within your local government are there to help you. Here in uh, this area, we've got programs like Motor City Match, 8A Business Development Programs, Michigan Works, Michigan Women Forward, Women and Minority Businesses, um, all sorts of things along those lines that can help. And nationwide, there are comparable organizations, National Association for the Self-Employed, Small Business Empowerment Program, National Minority Supplier Development Council, National Black MBA Business, National Minority Business Council, Black Business Association, Black Founders, Black Women Enterprise, Black Enterprise, Excelsior Growth Fund, the list goes on and on. So use the resources you have. Um, get creative and present new resources for the people in your community and that you engage with and take it upon yourself, you know, to be a conscious consumer and direct your dollars uh, where you know they're truly needed. And uh, the possibilities are endless. So shout out all our black business owners that have partnered and donated to and made themselves available to help uplift and support our community. We are grateful for you. We admire you and we look forward to supporting your success and thriving in the future. We so hope you enjoyed the show. We loved putting it together for all of you. We hope you've learned a lot about our local communities and some of the incredible people out here doing the work. 
and supporting LGBTQ young people whilst doing it. And that's right. I did use that word. I took it back. Wilts. Reclaim it. Okay, I am. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Oxford should be very proud of me right now. I'm applauding. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I think it brings us to the perfect opportunity to just highlight our, um, give me a second. LGBTQ slash ally of the week. Oh, I like that. Let's keep that forever. Okay, I really like that. The horns are necessary. I love horns, not horns. Yes. Um, Wow. Just a wow to Ty. Ty Davis, the founder and creator of Dare to Be Yourself. I'm going to dare to be myself. I'm inspired. Seriously. You probably heard me say it five times in the interview. I'm inspired. Seriously. Seriously. I'm just in awe. Um, I'm hoping at some point or another when we're all able to spend time with each other that that some of our supporters get an opportunity to meet this incredible human being. Just creative and just a ball of sunshine to be around and so loving and so happy to support. Um, So I'm really hoping at some time. Um, But if for whatever reason you're not able to meet him in person, definitely check out the clothing you're definitely going to catch a lot of those sunny, positive vibes and that beautiful clothing. Check it, check it out. Just, just, just go look, go look. We'll definitely. A passion is potent. Yes, passion it's there. Is it is. It's there. You're, you're, you're going to wear those clothes. You're going to feel the love. You're going to feel it. But then also, John. JG and Audio Wave Network, John Galloway has made the ally of the week twice now. It's he's getting just, ridiculous. He is outstanding. He just goes out of his way to provide a platform for folks to share knowledge, information, perspective, a voice. I'm, I'm so grateful that we engaged them and that that John John Galloway is part of our team. I, I was claiming him. You can have Waltz, but I'm claiming John, John Galloway. I love that. Honestly, <laughs> claimed. Okay. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. We love you. We appreciate you. So much. It's such a pleasure. Um, We've got a lot to look forward to next month, okay? So coming very soon, okay? Just think, just think to yourselves. Keep in mind, gender affirmation. Just keep that in mind. That's hold gonna that. be hold the that theme. In the front. Yes. Hold it in your heart. Hold it in your mind. Some discussions we're gonna have around gender affirmation. We've got to talk about it. It's time. It's coming your way. It is coming your way. But for now, it's time for us to depart. Again, we love you. Again, we thank you. We'll see you in September. Do you remember? I know. Yeah. There's nothing to follow that. (laughs) Yeah. I will definitely be singing that on the next episode, everybody. Oh, I can't wait. Mm -hmm. Be well. Peace.